Your legacy is about more than just investment returns. It's about the peace of mind that comes with knowing that you've partnered with an investment manager who has the right skills and experience to grow your wealth. Old Mutual Wealth is a world-class investment destination offering you a wide range of investment strategies and specialist wealth management solutions. Together with your financial planner, we model a strategy around your specific needs supported by a multi-skilled team dedicated to taking your wealth further. Whether your goal is to grow your wealth, generate income or preserve capital, we select the best and most suitable investments based on your investment strategy and our extensive research and insights. Our Mutual Wealth is an advice-led wealth management business aimed at providing financial planners and their clients with a full suite of industry-leading strategies and services. For more information, please visit our website at www www.mutual.co.za forward slash wealth. Hi there, I'm Arti Vabikrasoon. Hello, I'm Malika Peterson. Welcome to the Swan Effect Podcast. Money makes the world go round, yet it's not so easy to understand its complexities, particularly when it comes to investing. That's why Arti and I are using this platform to educate, inspire and help you gain confidence in your relationship with money. So that you can better manage your finances and investments. We are two women in finance. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It certainly is. You've been in stockbroking, private wealth management, asset management, and now an award-winning businesswoman who is coaching and assisting businesses with capital and strategic advice. And Malika, you have a wealth of experience in wealth, excuse the pun, in financial planning, investments, and relationship management. So you're also at the coalface when it comes to where and how people are investing, both getting it right and getting it wrong and stuck in the gray areas too. Indeed, I've seen the many phases and moods of financial cycle and how our decisions at those times impact us. So listeners and subscribers, if you are looking to get unstuck, feel empowered and make some strides in how you tackle your money, we are here to help you. And it all starts with listening to this upcoming episode. Enjoy! Hi everyone and hello Malika. It is the oldest episode of the Swan Effect podcast everyone and it's a really really big one for us because August in South Africa is Women's Month and of course on the 9th of August we actually observe Women's Day in South Africa. Hi Ati and to all our listeners. I'm really excited about this episode as well. Indeed we do celebrate Women's Day on the 9th of August as opposed to the 8th of March like there is yeah. in the world. Yeah international. Wednesday, yeah. But this is because we commemorate a march on that day. And the march happened in 1956, where mm-hmm. 20,000 women marched on the Union buildings in Pretoria to protest the past laws of the time. Yeah, and, and you know, Malika, those past laws, they were actually a set of laws that were designed to limit the movement of people of color. And this particular march, um, in March, marked a huge milestone for um, South African women of color. 
right? It effectively cemented their position as forceful participants in the fight against apartheid and not to be economically or in other ways controlled by men. So imagine we had laws that were designed to actually do this, to undermine us even more. So yay, kudos to, you know, our our females that actually went through and did this for us because we're better off for it now. Definitely. Definitely. And in today's episode, I you know, I'm so excited because we look at how to unlock the power that was unleashed at that March season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And to understand how we can use that to create financial prosperity. Definitely. Uh, in order to do that, though, Monica, I think we must actually examine some of the facts and figures that are that are very important around this topic. And I know when you and I started doing research for this episode, I think we were both really surprised by some of the info that no. we covered, huh? So one of them, listeners, is uh, work done by the Institute for Women's Policy Research. And that research said that even though the pay gap has reduced significantly in this last year, it is the first time that that has happened since 2007. 2007, Malika. And not only that, but pay equality, listen to this, pay equality will most likely not be achieved in the next 43 years, to say the least. Hmm? No, absolutely. I mean, in this day and age, that that is still happening, right? And then additionally, some of the research that they did showed us that one in five women experience poverty as a result of divorce. Now, we are also expected to live 2.3 years longer than our male counterpart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And women of color are statistically more likely to be part of the sandwich crisis. You know, uh, you know, when we look at these kind of stats, everyone, I, it's making me think that absolutely essential for us is financial literacy, right? For women, it's key because we know women are earning less than men. They're also more likely to take time out of the workforce to care for children and other family members. And as you just mentioned, are more likely to live longer and also therefore have more complex financial needs in retirement. So as women, we're more likely than not um, you know, the role models that are going to become day and apparent for future generations. And they're going to model themselves against what we're doing with our finances. So, you know, I can't stress this enough. It's essential that we actually educate ourselves and our children so that we can continue to create these wealth legacies for the future. Yeah, I think, Ati, it's important that we talk about some of the milestones that affect women today and how they can best navigate them. Mm-hmm. Um, as we've discussed before, if you plan accordingly and you understand what's to come, things are a lot easier. Right. So let's kind of start with the end in mind, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a woman entering retirement. All right. Personally. Statistically, she's saved half of what a male counterpart would have. And she may find herself in a difficult position. Now, mm-hmm. this is a really tough one for me personally, RT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spoken to many of my female clients about this. And, mm-hmm. and the reality is that our retirement is often determined by the financial decisions that we take during our working life. Yeah. So what this means is that many women are faced with a dire retirement situation. Mm-hmm. And they have this feeling of it's all too late, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, this is especially important that we need to extend the message to the people, the women that we know that are facing retirement and they might feel like this, right? Mm-hmm. If you find yourself in this situation, firstly, remember the tips and tics that we've shared thus far. So, mm-hmm. so go back and listen to all of our episodes 
there are lots of tips and tricks to help you in the situation. In the situation. Right? More importantly, stay positive and calm. Your emotional and kind of psychological situation around this can impact you positively or negatively. So stay positive, stay calm. Next, it's important to create your financial plan with your goals and a budget. Now, as we've said before, it's always best to do this with the help of a financial advisor who can remain objective and help guide you through the process and your thoughts, right? Right. Thirdly, implement that budget. Stick to it. Track your spending. You know, save using all of the tips that we've shared in previous episodes. But most importantly, your mental space, like I said, is implicated. You may need to downsize because of your situation. But take it as an opportunity to see this as a new adventure and not the end of an adventure. And I really like that. I I like that lens, first of all. And as you said, that mental space, it's so imperative. So when we reframe in that way, absolutely, I think it just brings someone back into the frame of, okay, I can get into action and I can do some things here. Mm -hmm. So that practical advice that you've just shared with with everyone, Malika, I think everyone just keep that on top of mind. So I love that. And definitely, we've talked about different tips and practical ways. Please do listen in to to the previous episodes to get that. Okay, so that was the retirement phase. Let's work backwards, as you said, and let's now come to the middle life stage um, sort of scenario for women. And you've actually mentioned this term already, Malika, the sandwich generation, everyone. Now, the trend of increasing lifespans, um, having children at an older age, I mean, these are some of the things that have contributed to this sandwich generation phenomenon, where basically women are given are giving sorry more financial support to both the adult children, which I know in people do call the boomerang kids now. It's another terminology, but at the same time, simultaneously are giving back, you know, to their their aging parents in the form of personal or household or medical care. You know, so it's parents, it's in laws, other family, extended family elders as well. And as I mentioned, you know, it could be things like even running errands, things of a personal nature, that medical care, you know, and this can be very stressful to deal and to cope with, Malika, because you've got so much demanding needs around your time as a woman. Hmm? Yeah, absolutely, Viati, because even with love and attention, right, Yeah, always a financial need around this. Yeah. And yeah. You know, you, you you might be getting warm clothes for your mom or dad, fetching yeah. their chronic medication. All of that yeah. counts money, right? It does. And, yes. and, and, and obviously when you have adult kids at home who may or may not be earning some form, form of income, mm-hmm. we often as parents, moms, dads, you know, we we, we become a bit soft on how, on how we care for them. We kind of yeah. pay for everything yeah. provided for them on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. And yes, 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 the the thing, right? This becomes a habit that is quite hard to to break. But it does create an unhealthy depend not only an unhealthy dependency from a from a family financial structure perspective, but also an an unreal source of reality for your kids. You're not actually showing them, you know, what the what the real situation is like out there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And this is where we need to be able to then you know, protect ourselves and our families to ensure we can still create that infinity legacy we were talking about in our previous episode, right? 
that's for the future. So, you know, if we know that this is the scenario of what's going on, what can we do? Okay, so here's a couple of things, everyone. Firstly, sit down and talk with your family members. Okay, so communication really is key. It does open up. And I know a lot of people are fearful to talk about financial matters with family members, but actually it's important because you need to assess, for, for example, with your with your parents or your elders, you know, what kind of care needs do they do they actually require? And in in doing this and communicating in this way, you know, part of that process could actually generate support from other areas, you know, help from others to do things. And, you know, I know this. I suffer from superwoman syndrome. I'm sure you do too, Malika. We want to do everything, right? Because we feel we can and, well, most times we can, <laughs> right? But honestly, you know, it's draining. And I honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm the walking dead because I'm just doing so much all over the place. But that's unhealthy, okay? So when we're sharing responsibility with siblings, with our adult kids, um, even um, aunts and uncles, you know, who are in a good space, um, and, and it could be simple things like arranging transportation, um, you know, to get to different places, um, even some of the admin things like booking an appointment, you know, mm -hmm. to get your medical and things like that. Um, and possibly even the cost sharing could be something, knowing what's urgent and needs to be prioritized versus what could be deferred a little bit later on. All of these examples are aided to help ease your stress. Now, we've said it previously, listeners, the more organized we can be, you know, it is one of our financial superpowers as women. We do organize ourselves. So if we do this in this vein, the outcomes for ourselves and our families is definitely going to be better. So. Planning, I think, is essential so that we actually mitigate any of these shocks, random shocks that may come in yeah. that put us under extreme stress. Hmm? No, absolutely. And I think knowing the financial situation, you know, it might also be time to potentially consider increasing your means of income yeah. um, when you're in this situation, right? Yeah. So if there's an opportunity to potentially take additional responsibilities at work, and maybe ask the salary increase with your line manager, mm -hmm. right? You know, that's now that's the opportunity to do it. Another way maybe yep. to increase what is in your pocket is to build your additional streams of income, right? Which we've yes. spoken about before the side hustle yes. that Bitcoin is talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. And I think I want to add to that, Malika, and say that while you're at it with these multiple income sources and side hustles, galvanize and encourage the kids as well to become yeah. economically active with income sources too. Because here's the thing, being part of a family and being at home means also becoming financially responsible for the expenses that come with that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I know, as you said, Palika, you know, this may sound like quite a difficult thing to do because of your parents, we want to look after our kids, that's what we do. But actually, let's give them this opportunity to embrace this from a different lens. The fact that them contributing can actually empower them to feel quite fulfilled and satisfied knowing that they're part of the welfare and well-being of the family in a small mm -hmm. way. You know, mm -hmm. so it could be paying, you know, a partial payment of rent. It could be I'm buying some groceries, you know, for these weeks. It could be I'm covering one of the key expenses for the month. But they take that on board and there is that deep sense of satisfaction that I think they would feel around this. While at the same time, teaching them about saving and investing principles and these are all things we've already covered in previous episodes too. Yeah. Okay, so Ati, again, some 
very important financial lessons from a household perspective mm-hmm. that you've shared with us, right? But also valuable life lessons for us to pass on to the next generation. Yes. Because, you know, the choices we can make with our sources of income and how we spend, save, and invest, as we've seen before, informs mm-hmm. what our financial future and what our money invest ultimately looks like, right? Right, right. So now I know some of us might be thinking, this is painting a really good picture, but let's add a dose of another life stage um, within this that we all know of. We mm-hmm. women choose to leave work uh-huh. or career to raise yes. their capacity. Yeah, yeah, this is a big one. <laughs> Yeah, it typically happens in that early to mid stage of one's career, right? So, yeah. as women, we start a family. You know, you, you inevitably wrestle with these feelings. It's only natural between, you know, choosing to stay home to raise the children, and when do you then come back to work and continue with your career? Um, and sometimes we end up taking ex- extended maternity leave, which means. You know, it's got a big financial implication. We're sacrificing a lot doing things yeah. like that. So there's always and, this tussle. Yeah, and this is a tough one, Ati. And and, mm. and 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 it's a it's a hard one to have to wrestle with, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I take myself, for example, I absolutely love my job. I enjoy yeah. every minute of it. Yeah. I enjoy working. But I also love my family to me. Mm-hmm. This and I certainly would have loved to have spent more time at home when they were growing up. Yeah, I mean, you keep you making it real. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly it. We're caught between a bit of a rock and a hard place between things that we love and trying to always find a balance between the two. So, yeah. you know, maybe I think one of the things I would offer is is what we've just mentioned around you know planning, planning early on in terms of that being key towards achieving some level of financial stability when this arises, when it's time to start a family. So. Like any other financial goal, I mean, I think we do need to consider that planning um, in order to enable us to have that kind of moments of, you know, beautiful moments with our family when we're on maternity leave. And that will allow us to still emerge back into our careers in a good way. I think it's also important for us to decide how long it is that we do want to save or stay at home. You know, so I remember I was quite adamant that I was going to use my maternity leave policy to the max, which was, I think, maximum of six months. But the financial implications of me doing that meant that there was going to be a shortfall. So in knowing that, I remember doing some planning to actually see, okay, so what could I do to actually ensure that I've got enough money to cover me for that six months till I come back, you know? And I think that's kind of something we have to be mindful of, that we need to look at these opportunities to save to cover these gaps, or we've got these side hustles and other sources of income that we're roping in very, very meticulously for that. Um, And again, you know, as you said, Malika, someone like uh, an accountability partner, like a financial advisor, can really help with those financial planning tools because they become part of the journey. And this is one of the journeys that, you know, us as women do go through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and and I think it's important that we cannot emphasize that enough, right, to everybody. Yeah. Planning and organization goes a long way um, to making your maternity leave, whichever parenting experience you choose to have, less of a financial burden on the household. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and of course, I, I want to reiterate, this is obviously not done in, a, in isolation, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, this is all in collaboration and support of your spouse, potentially any other family members that are part of the ecosystem of support, both financially and personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Malika, we could talk about this particular one that, for ages, right? Yeah, this is such yeah. a this is such a bugbear and a and a buzz topic for for so many of us. And I mean, it's also making me think of, you know, consider the impact of the career woman who actually, del- you know, beyond maternity leave is actually stepping back from the career because mm. the decision made is I want to raise my family for a few years, and then I want to return back to my career. And you know, oftentimes women do feel under pressure to start from scratch in their career when they come back, right? Yeah. Or to take a low-paying job so that they can somehow balance career and household responsibilities. Now, you know, this is actually a pet peeve of mine, I must be, because yeah. I've watched this happen to very close friends of mine. And, you know, it takes its toll, Malika, on one's psyche and even one's confidence. Yeah, look, I've, I've, I've too watched this happen in my inner circle, IT, mm-hmm. and. I think it's 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 a, another important topic that we probably kind of almost need a whole episode about, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's the the causes of those feelings and 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 kind of I need to start at the bottom again is so systemic, right? And 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 I mean, for me, we probably need a whole episode on financial integrity and kind of the inclusion of of returning to work. After after hiatus of a few years, there is one thing I, I do want to say, right, to to mm-hmm. all of our listeners, is that you know whatever your personal preference in in terms of how you navigate your parenting journey, your career journey, um, your financial planning around this is absolutely integral. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed with yeah. all of that, and I think you know if our listeners also agree, and maybe you know listeners share feedback with us. If this is actually a topic you want us to focus on, you know, we'd be happy to share some of our thoughts around this in an upcoming episode, Malika. Um, so, yeah, so maybe, you know, uh, do come back to us with some of your thoughts on, on this, okay? All right, so <clears throat> since we're talking life stages, maybe let's just round up this life stage trajectory that we've been following on the episode, Malika, because, you know, we cannot forget the young, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed graduates entering oh. the job market, Yeah. And also our young professionals who are in the early stages of their careers. You know, lovelies, we see you. <laughs> We're not forgetting oh, about you. <laughs> the good old yeah. days. The good old days. We yeah. see you, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, this might be one of the most important stages. I've got so many young nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, they're not, yeah, they're cousins' kids. But, but yeah, they, they you know, they're, they're like my little baby cousin. Yes. cousin. Yeah. And, and they're in this kind of important stage and what's so yeah. important about this stage is that it sets us up as women for our financial independence right mm-hmm. our wealth and it allows us to kind of manage all of our life stages from here so the decisions we take yeah yeah in the stage is so important yeah. um and 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 the thing that you guys have that the rest of us can never get back is time yeah right so the key word here, ladies, to all my young, beautiful ladies out there is invest, invest, and invest some more. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you can take a whole lot of risks um, yeah. with thing that is going to pay off in the long, ter- long term. Yes. And and please, please listen to our previous episode on creating your your infinity legacy, right? That That's for you. 
Mm-hmm. Adopt as much as you can from our suggestion. Um, and if you haven't heard it yet, please make sure to add it to your pl- to your playlist. It's one of one of the favorites that Athi and I have done so. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, ladies, know that you can shift the needle significantly because you're taking deliberate action around your finances from today, for both today and the future. I think that's the important thing to remember. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and with that important point, we've reached that time again. Wow, so, already? I know. Time flies when you're having fun. Definitely. <laughs> My parting shot at you today is that as women, we, we have that X power. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got that strength. We've got the power that allows us to achieve all of our dreams and goals. Yes. And most importantly, we have the power to influence exponential change in our families and communities. We've seen this so many times over the years Mm -hmm. that women are able to mobilize real true change. We need to empower the next generation so that they are able to take that to a whole other level. Mm -hmm. What about you, IT? Any parting shots on your side? Oh, definitely. And I love what you said. So that that was beautiful, Monica. Um, I think I'm going to end off with two really, really beautiful quotes that always resonate with me. And it's by Maya Angelou. So the first one is, success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Okay, that's the first one. And then the second quote is, a woman who is convinced that she deserves to accept only the best, challenges herself to give the best. Then she is living phenomenally. Wow. <laughs> so I thought that those were just so, so relevant for what we're yeah. talking about today, just to empower us. So, you know, to all our beautiful women of South Africa, Africa and around the globe listening to us, I really would love you to persevere, to grow your mindset of success so that you can live phenomenally now and into the future. Beautiful sentiments, Ati. I feel inspired as well. <laughs> well, happy Women's Month to you, Malika. You know, and I'm so grateful for you being this phenomenal woman and co-host on this journey that we're going together of building financial well-being for all of our listeners and subscribers on the Swanifet podcast, the world of work. Can you believe it? I'm sure you never thought this would happen. Yeah, we need to end up going international. I see women's mind, Bati. I also want to extend an absolutely huge thank you to you. You you've made this journey possible for us together and 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 you've allowed me to ignite and love my passion. Um, so I'm so, so glad to be able to partner with you on this. And we rock it, don't we? Oh, totally rock it. Who runs the world? Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely do, Malika. Until next time. Until then, Adi. Ciao. Ciao. Sharing is caring. And knowledge is power. Time for you to be daring. And let your money confidence bloom like a sunflower. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We hope you found these ideas and guidance useful. Do subscribe, share and write a review or send us comments. We would love to hear from you. Catch you on the next episode of the Swan Effect Podcast. Bye for now. Ciao.